0: Hey, y'all, it's your girl, the Kentucky, and you're tuned into another episode of So There's That Podcast. And yep, I'm here, I'm back, and I'm here to talk about some old news. All this shit gonna be old Ain't really nothing going on except for the shit that's been going on for the last two weeks. But first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for pressing play. Like y'all always do, y'all show up and show out for me every time, even though I'll be playing out to the left. And I don't mean to do that. Just real life is happening over here. There's a lot of things going on for you, girl. I got a movement that's supposed to be happening in June. Not supposed to be. It's definitely happening in June. A lot of things that will be occurring for me. My time is literally slipping away from me. And I just, I'm doing the best I can. And I love whenever my, my kids go to bed on time and I'm not slumped over studying for shit that I didn't really even have to be signed up for, but I'm doing it. Like I'm, I'm in this course right now. For promotion, even though I'm a I'm a boot, like there's no reason why I should have been this like proactive and taking initiative, initiative and shit like this. I'm brainwashed by the Marine Corps at this point. Y'all know that. It's fine at this point. I'm like, no, maybe they might give me a little crumb of mass iron. I'll take it. You know, whatever. So I'm doing the best I can. Uh, it's going to be a lot of major changes happening for me when we do our movement to the next tour. And so I just, I'm just i just glad you guys still rock with sis when she drops an episode. I'm so happy to be here. So happy to be recorded. Gloria, don't beat me up. She has been tossing me to- uh, topics and subject matter for the past month. Because it's the last time I got to chat with y'all. And girl, I'm so sorry. But life is just doing what it does and getting on my motherfucking nerves. And so I'm really just happy to be back on the mic, happy that I have a little bit more time to spare. This is probably going to be a lot of old topics, y'all. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Stuff that's probably been getting on y'all nerves for the last two weeks. But of course, I've got to add my sauce onto the situation of, you know, what what the fuck going on in pop culture right now? (laughs) a lot of shit going on um i think uh first off i hope y'all doing well i hope everything's going good feel like again i say this every year but i feel like the ball just dropped it's already april um and uh we we we, we getting her done or whatever like the folks used to say back in 2006 we we getting her done you know like we're, we're moving through this we've got a lot to accomplish i hope you guys are um, doing your to-do list and writing your journals and your planners and things like that and get shit knocked out because this time is fucking flying um, and I feel like I just can't get a hold of everything so y'all yeah, pray for your girl she's trying to organize she's ty- trying to stay structured she's trying to actually utilize the planner that was gifted to her for Christmas because it really does help when you're able to, to, to use it and apply it but sometimes life be life and shit you know what I'm saying so She's stressed. Sorry for using y'all as a therapist. I should be actually using a therapist for this, but (laughs) y'all know how it goes. Y'all know when y'all trying to accomplish all y'all goals, y'all trying to keep y'all kids from like, uh, just to stay alive, like stay alive, please. And just have some sense. Um, and I'm trying to encourage my husband through what he's going through right now. And it's just, it's just a fucking lie. And I'm supposed to be like dropping my pack at work already, but your girl can't, can't drop a pack. I can't on, on reputa- reputation, I just can't drop my pack. And that's really, it's really fucking me up. Like I should really not give a fuck no more at this point. <laughs> but <laughs> She's still here. She's still standing strong. Well, that's enough of me guys. But thank you for listening, I really do appreciate it Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about a few subjects I'm going to try to crash a lot of shit into this um, Because I'm going to talk about something probably in length And I don't really want to because it's been over talked about at this point And probably nobody even wants to hear it But y'all might want to hear about what I feel about it Because I really like paced back on talking about the situation Because everybody is offered their discourse Regarding And it's just like, at this point, it's like, bitch, okay. Like, everybody got an opinion about this shit. But anyways, y'all probably already know what I'm alluding to at this point. But anyways, the first thing I really want to jump into is shows. Like, I like to watch TV shows and stuff. And so one of the things, one of the shows I am watching right now is This Is Us. I don't know if you guys are still on board with This Is Us. I don't know if you all still watch it. But we are in the final season. And I'm going to take this opportunity to bitch about Kate. Kate. Um, first off, if y'all don't know anything about This Is Us, it's centered around this family, the Pearson family. Uh, the main characters of this are going to be the twins. We have a lot of backstories. It's really complicated to kind of break down if you've never watched the show. I will say very emotional, um, very well written, very well um like the way that they give us visuals and flashbacks and flash forwards and things like that. I really enjoy that. I don't feel like I've ever seen anything like that off of a show. So I've really enjoyed um, the roller coaster ride that is This Is Us. I want y'all to stand by for a uh, spoiler alert. I don't want to be the one. I don't want y'all to come with me. Talk about, oh, well, you told this and that. Girl, watch the show. I'm about to talk about this last episode. I'm about to talk about my my disdain for Kate Pearson and her fuck shit. Like, I just don't like her anymore. And every week I feel like I battle with the This Is Us Twitter because I use hashtags. I actually like to have conversations with people on social media. Um, But I have back and forth with these motherfuckers every week because I live tweet um, when I watch the show. And i don't care for kate like it's it's been a running thing for the past what six seasons i think but this this season is really just solidified the fuck shit for me as it pertains to kate pearson or whatever her married name is because i don't even know what is toby's last name one of y'all gonna tell me i know gloria probably gonna tell me i don't know if, like i said spoilers kate and toby have been married for a while, they have two kids. Um, one is of surrogate. One was that um, Kate and Toby had on their own. However, this kid that they had is blind. Um, Toby went through a period of being a stay-at-home dad. Kate was able to find herself out, find her, her passion in teaching blind kids based off of, you know, the special, uh, the special needs of her own son, uh, Jackie, which she named after her father that passed away. And Toby, during the pandemic, ends up doing this um, interview. He gets this really great job in tech, and he decides to roll with it. However, he has to move from L.A. to San Francisco in order to work. So he has to commute back and forth from those two cities in order to, uh, you know, be a family man and be a working man. Mind you, again, I want to place in your heads that he was being a stay-at-home dad while he was out of work, while he was laid off. Now, within the series, they're kind of fucking with my dude, Toby, and I really just don't like it. I feel like Toby is a real stand up dude. He has a lot of laps of judgment. Um, but I, overall, I feel like he doesn't have a really big support system. Whenever he gets into it with Kate, Kate is coddled by the Pearsons being Randall. And Kevin, Kevin being the worst one because this motherfucker don't really even got his life together. Um, uh, but he knows that he can lean on Kate whenever, and Kate knows vice versa, that that shit can go down. And Randall's just there, even though you know he's not blood family, he's he's family, he's been there since birth. Like they literally found this this kid, um, like same day or a few days later, I forget. Um, after the, the twins were born, they lost. Uh, They were supposed to have triplets, um, Rebecca and Jack. But I just don't like the way that they are playing out this series with Toby. Like, we always knew from the flash forwards that something was going to occur with Kate and Toby that they may not be together. And then there was a flash forward last season, which was the season finale, that we saw that Kate was going to get married to her boss. And... I don't know what the writers are doing like they've been doing so great so far, but I don't understand why they threw this on us like this, because it felt like up until maybe last season that everything was going well and fine with Kate and Toby. So I didn't understand where this nonsense started to come from They had seemingly good communication skills, they were able to understand each other, Toby was able to bring Kate down to earth, Kate never deserved Toby at all, fuck, fuck Kate. There's a lot of Kate apologists on Twitter, and I don't necessarily agree because they're like, "Oh well, she's been dealing with this stuff all of her life, and she just feels so left out, and she's been playing. Bitch, learn, do better. We've seen Randall go to therapy. We've seen Kate—I mean, um, Kevin—go to rehab. He still got, you know, this wanderlust situation with him. As it, you know, as as he's talking about love and romance and shit like that, but he's working on it. He's trying to figure himself out. But Kate has done no self work okay, Kate loves to waddle in her own misery, okay, and she's pushing Toby out, and I just don't agree with this shit, I don't like it, I was talking to my friend Sarah, who's, I I think she kind of like trying to get me to see it from Kate's point of view, and I just can't, I don't see it, I don't see it, I feel like Toby's a stand-up dude, and with one of the previous episodes, he kind of sprang a house on Kate in San Francisco, and um, pretty much told her that they need to move to San Francisco because he has a really good work life there and he really wants his family to be there with them. And, uh, I think that was a better way to go about that. But overall, like Toby is this man who's looked at the dynamic of his family and able to brainstorm what needs to happen in the future. He does understand that his kid is special needs and he's not trying to make him, feel bad or belittle him about, you know, how he has to live his life, but he wants to make sure that he has the proper resources in order order to take care of him, and Kate doesn't get, she's like, oh, you're just trying to, you're trying to, girl, I didn't even understand none of the shit she was talking about, because I was like, bitch, this nigga, excuse me, (laughs) y'all, excuse me, y'all, but he just trying to take care of y'all, like, it's, it's a lot, it's a, I have, You know, able bodied children. And it's hard enough, you know, taking care of them, you know, on top of like thinking about their situation and their dynamics. They have two kids and one is special needs, you know, like uh, it's hard enough. It's hard enough okay and I think he's just trying to think of a way forward to make sure everybody is comfortable and that he can also be happy while he's the one that's mainly bringing in the money like I could mind, I, I could probably not be a feminist for, for thinking this way but it is what it is like this man is a provider and he's trying to show up as so so I'm not mad at Toby and that's my small rant about this is us like I'm ready um, I feel like I've been dragged through the mud long enough with this is us <laughs> and i'm kind of ready for it to be over. It's just like Grey's Anatomy, i don't know how many fucking storylines they can give us. I'm gonna tune in, but i don't know how many how much more i could take. I don't know what what more can i endure from um Grey's Anatomy. But this is us is coming to an end. I believe we got about six more episodes left. I am looking forward to it. There's a lot of things um that we gotta wrap up. We gotta make sense of. So I'm looking for every Tuesday night, baby. I'm trying to see what the Pearsons is talking about the big three and all them. Or Becca's out here fighting Jack in the park <laughs> with uh fucking Alzheimer's and shit. Damn, and, and then Kate didn't even say thank you. See, that's the shit about Kate though. Like Kate get to be Kate get to be shitty. But everybody coddle her instead of telling her she dead-ass wrong. I don't, like, I don't like Kate. Moving on to the next show. Because I, I really could make this whole episode about this. Just, I'm invested. I just think it's such a great, amazing show. But uh, fuck fuck, Kate. Moving on. <laughs> Do you guys have a Zeus subscri- subscription? I don't. But shout out to my homeboy, Jorge, who allows me to dibble dabble, baby i um, into the Zeus account from time to time every Sunday when I need to see what's going on with Jocelyn's Cabaret. You know what I'm saying? that, that Jocelyn's Cabaret is, it's a whole mess. It truly is. It's, it's a really great mess. It's everything that you really liked about um, Love and Hip Hop, the first two seasons, all that shit. Like, remember when that was brand new to us of seeing like real real ghetto shit on tv like when vh1 and mona sky young was really giving us those materials that's what zeus is doing um very unedited very uncensored and allowing jocelyn to pretty much be her wholehearted ghetto ratchet ass coke-storting ass self and uh, (laughs) I There's a lot of there's a lot of conversations going on about it. And I really do feel ashamed about liking and tuning in every fucking Sunday, but I'm doing better. I'm trying to do the work to be a better person in life <laughs> and not enjoy these petty, ratchet things anymore. I can't say I'm getting better. I'm not going back and forth with people on social media anymore. I said growth is, 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 you know, it's a process so I'm doing the best I can, but Jocelyn's Cabaret, if you don't watch it, or if you don't have a zoo subscription, or if you don't have a bomb ass friend like I do, who allows you to watch and tap into your, your, your your shitty self, um, (laughs) it is centered around getting these ladies to come and tour with Jocelyn, um, uh, be, be dancers and, and pole workers and strippers and, um, You know, and dance behind Jocelyn while she performs two to three songs uh, that may have some viral situations behind it. I don't know. I don't really, I don't know what the point is of the show I just know that it's entertaining Jocelyn gets about you know 10 to 15 girls they stay in a house they have uh, what seems to be organized beef amongst each other about tits about bodies about asses about shaking ass and then um something really petty ends up happening they end up scrapping you see tits you see hands. It's it gets really wild, um, and and Jocelyn really infuses herself into these situations sometimes. So it's very old school vintage love and hip hop. Uh, <laughs> but what the what the, the premise is to get these ladies to pick a chosen one, two, three, to join Jocelyn up on this permanent tour. But we haven't really defined what. The, <laughs> <laughs> so what the word is? So on a daily, on a weekly basis, we go and watch Jocelyn interact with these women and they go act up and it's crazy. And they're dancing and shaking ass and tits and coke. And it's crazy. Like I really, f- I do feel ashamed. Um, but I'm going to keep watching. I'm not going to lie to you guys about it. I'm being really transparent. But um, they recently recorded the reunion for this show and it's so crazy because as someone who's watched the season in its entirety, it always seems to end as it, like the season finale ends on a really great note. Um, Jocelyn's always happy with the girls and their performance and how they interacted with the crowd and you know, she's always saying really nice things on how we want this to go up. We're going to be touring the, you know, we're going to be number one show, but blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, so this should, you know, she should have majority good things to say at the reunion. It just never turns out to be that. Jocelyn's Cabaret on Zeus is now within its third season. And this last season uh, finale re- uh, reunion uh, got turned the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> very bad, it's not funny. Um, very bad, like full on brawls on the stage, um, and now there may be like a you know a few million dollar lawsuit against Jocelyn, her husband, or uh, whoever he is. His name is Ballistic Beats. He gave us the you know the wonderful tune and sounds of doing it like it shall be day, doing it like it shall be day, baby. I'm not mad at it, bitch. I've I you know I've I've given. Um, uh, live baby girl, live your best life. You be tripping on me, <laughs> acting like I give a fuck. Where your dick be? <laughs> I'm not. Tri- Look, okay, listen, it's, it's a decent, it's a catchy song. It's a catchy song. It's a c- I'm allowed to like that song. Y'all like Laffy Taffy? You fuck out of here. Leave me alone. It's okay. I can like what I like. But the song, <laughs> Ballistics Beat, is the producer for Jocelyn and also fiance, husband, boyfriend. Something like They got a partnership and they be fucking and shit. That's all I really know. He jumped in a fight with one of the ladies during the reunion. Pulled her wig off. May have pushed her down. Something we will see at the reunion. Because what it looks like is the uh, the CEO of Zeus Network. I believe his name is Lumel plumber or something like that he recently recently got roasted by an internet personality funky dineva because he was going back and forth with him about you know the dynamics of the content that they produce on that streaming platform about how it's bad for blacks and all this stuff or whatever and um so they're gonna sue the whole network before (laughs) For the shit that's going down. I don't know how it's going to play out. It looks like they're still going to release this reunion episode. And, and it may be like the full thing. Like we might see some real bras going on. So um, I'm not sure. But to that to that Fox Soul interview with Funky Dineva. Look, I'm a vintage YouTube girl. Who was watching Funky Dineva when he, he was doing. My hair is laid like. And I'm just like, fuck it down, even I know you may have had some growth. Um, you know, you used to give reviews about Love & Hip Hop, Real Housewives of Atlanta, while pretending to be a black woman with a wig on and red lipstick on. So I just didn't feel like maybe the message was there. I'm not certain if he was the messenger. To pass this information to the people, to act so pro-black and whatnot, and uh, protect women and black stereotypes and shit like that. My thing about those type of conversations is that the, the, these these people do exist. Y'all do know this, right? They might not be the people that we want to automatically hold as the representative for the culture or whatever, but these people happen like what I hear all the time, black folks is not a monolith. Like we are many things. We, we, we fucking we 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 are out here fucking being um you know, all sorts of things, the first of many kinds. And um, you know, ghetto shit exists within that. And I just don't understand what the big deal is. Like why are people getting so upset that um, you know, sometimes those things are showcased. Cause I know we definitely have um, we have a bounty hunter and this motherfucker be running around with a goddamn mullet and shit we got um 16 are pregnant we be seeing these young white girls wiling the fuck out on their parents i'm sure that's not a good stereotype for them but shit it's entertaining <laughs> it's entertaining i mean i don't i, I don't know i'll be really back and forth between those things because it's just like if it was a, a made-up situation and people didn't really act like this, I would feel away, but people really do act like that. We could be many things, just like Katanji Brown Jackson is officially the first female um black justice. Hello. We we are many things. We could do a lot of things out here in these streets. Like, don't get me wrong, like the ghetto shit exists too. But then you got a woman who then went to Harvard and has so many accomplishments accomplishments and accolades and is now our, fee- our first female um black female justice of the uh, of of the supreme court okay i think it's a big deal i think it's okay to represent our facets of who we are as black people i don't, I don't know i don't i don't dibble dabble into those conversations too heavy because I'll be stuck on the streets there'd be a, a lot of amanda seals and niggas like that trying to tell me what the fuck. but <laughs> i don't want to get caught up in that because i'm not i'm not your girl to to back you up in those type of conversations i just i stay in my lane of pop culture um i enjoy it from time to time uh in the comfort of my own home it's very much a um a guilty pleasure of mine that i am telling to to you guys so it is what it is moving on from that show if y'all want to check it out i believe that the finale is gonna probably pop this sunday i'm not sure i don't know what we are gonna see i don't know if it's gonna be a 20 minute episode because it don't seem like they was even there that long to record too much i don't know what they got into on that show but um it, uh, i will be i will be turned to dead i'll be tuned to dead i go lie to you let me look at my notes i said i want to keep this short at the same time i got a lot to talk to y'all about so, also, yes, very much. I know I slipped that in there, but c- congratulations to c- Katanji. I always want to make sure I'm saying her name right. As a girl of the mispronunciation crew, <laughs> I want to make sure I get sis' name right. We are super proud of you, Team Sister Locks, out here in the street. I actually had a viral TikTok. A semi-viral i don't i don't i don't think anything i think it's viral when it hits like a million but <laughs> i had what hit some numbers it was edging towards about hundred thousand views ain't nobody counted the whatever whatever but um i went to go get my retie done for my sister locks and i was like give me a side part for solidarity with a contangi," because i need to make sure that she has that type of energy we with her and i just want to say side note y'all it's just so beautiful To see how many women are taking the chance of um, just natural hair in general. Whether you are loose natural, whether you have traditional locks, whether you have sister locks, which I've seen a lot of. I'm so glad to see so many women embrace that hairstyle because for me, it has been a game changer. Like I've been able to do so much stuff and I've been able to look at my hair and appreciate my hair. And not feel so um, saddened and like ashamed, especially as being a woman in the military. um, It is just giving me this hairstyle is giving me so much freedom and and carefreeness that I'm just so glad that I'm seeing a lot of other black women just delve into that. Like because I used to be a wig wearer, dog, and I miss wigs from time to time. Do not get me wrong. I feel like I've talked about this before. Because right before I got sister locks, wigs started taking it to the next motherfucking level. Like the synthetic wigs was getting the fucking what lace and all that shit. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't all this money to get my sister locks established, y'all want to go and do me like this? It's so bullshit. But they have stepped up your synthetic wigs. It's, it's on the next motherfucking level. And if I could just be of any help or assistance, you, y'all, you like if you get a lace, get you one of them curly laces, get the laces with the, uh, the, the synthetic hair, synthetic hair with the super tight curls, because over time, them hoses is going to look so good. Like I, I could still wear a wig if I want. I just think my hair is just way too thick. I can't do it. Like I can't do the shit no more. But anyways, I'm totally off topic. What do I want to talk about next? Real Housewives of Atlanta, they're coming back. I just we don't have Portia. We don't have Nene anymore. We'll have Cynthia. The, uh, they brought some new lady into the crew. Apparently, she's like a Olympic track superstar. I I don't know. Candy's still there. Um who these other like they brought Marlon board, which is good for her because she has been working for her peach for a very long time. And I am curious to see how they actually record her on a daily basis instead of a friend of the show. I wonder how this whole thing is gonna be. Candy, uh not candy, I've already said candy, which I actually enjoy. Candy's like old O L G show. It's it's kind of messy, but I enjoy it. Like I sat up and benched it the other day, actually. But she there, Kenya there. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Let me be honest real quick, because I do got some friends that be like, oh, "I don't understand how you like Portia over Kenya." It's not even it's not it's not even necessarily a a Kenya and Portia thing, but Kenya just was giving my girl Portia a lot of smoke and shit, uh, which felt it just felt like it was too much. If it, it gave an obsession, and I didn't like the way she did her, especially in those initial few seasons that they were, you know. Getting to know each other just feels like Kenya immediately wrote her off, which maybe you can call it intuition. I don't fucking know because Portia do be making some dumb ass choices and moves. Um, A lot of people are questioning whether or not this whole thing with Simon is real. And I just don't think that Portia would would be uh, smart enough (laughs) to carry out a two year prank to the audience in order to get a show or some shit. The show that she had last year was terrible boo boo tomato boo like she should never did that it made the whole situation with her look even more worse I was really trying to ride with her uh homegirl uh Fallon what's her name Fallon I think that's her name, that's her name. uh got pregnant by the dude which kind of solidified what Simon was talking about how they ended up coming to be but even still it shit was risky it was risky girl Portia I, I just wouldn't I just wouldn't I just feel like Portia too young and fine I be calling Portia young. She's like 40 and that's not, that's not old, but you know, I be, I be thinking she's younger than that age range to be getting up with this old. She did step him up a little bit. She got some new teeth. He got a mustache. His pot belly did with down a little bit. I see you Portia. Get this money, get money, bitch. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it, but I am mad at it. Initially. I was like, why would you do me like this? After I defended her because we were coming off of that whole Bogom. What's his name? The dude, the stripper with the big dick. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, Bogo Pogo stick. I don't know his name. Bolo. Is it Bolo? It's Bolo. Um, but was coming off of that, and where Kenya was really giving Portia that heat because she was like, Oh, you fucked the stripper. And it's like, bitch, who cares? If <laughs> she decides she wanted to fuck a stripper, she wouldn't tie it to anybody, she would not obligate nobody. She could have very well fucked a stripper on a on on a um uh, girls' trip. That ain't my business. And she was pressing it hard. And that's what made me, like, really upset with the shit. Because I was just like, that's a grown woman. And if she decided she wanted to fuck that nigga, like, she could if she wanted to. It wasn't a big deal to me. But then again, I guess I've lived in the barracks. <laughs> I've lived in the barracks. And girls and men, they would be doing a lot in there with a roommate. I don't think she had a roommate. They just had, you know, whatever. Moving on, cause I'm they coming back with a new season, y'all. I don't know if y'all interested, but I'm here to tell y'all the news about the situation. I believe it's coming out next month. I'm a watch. I just don't know. I do I don't know how it's gonna roll. It's just so many key pieces moved um, out of the equation that I don't know how this new dynamic's gonna be. So right here, I'm gonna put a pin in it. We're going to be back. We're going to talk about a few more things. And I'll see you guys in a second. All right, we're back. We're closing out the Real Housewives of Atlanta topic. It's not all that. We'll we'll get to talk about that when it actually airs. The next thing I want to talk about, let's see. Why are y'all so upset with Russell Williams and Sierra? I feel like, I don't know if it's an annual discussion where we break down what actually led Sierra to be with Russell Wilson. But I really want um, the people to let this go and let them people live. They have been together for some time now at this point. And I really want y'all trying, uh, stop trying to like Ouija board the fuck out of this shit. To, to get the facts from the ancestors about why these two would link and be together. I feel like we all have, as maybe 30-somethings, 20-somethings, have seen what we probably consider to be mismatched couples, but they make it work. And I just feel like y'all trying to uh, deconstruct this shit a little too hard and trying to place like stereotypical shit on Russell and Sierra to make it make sense in your head when it should not be none of your business. Like I'm so sick of this shit. Like every six months without fail, this conversation enters into the atmosphere and I'm always confused as why y'all give a fuck. And unfortunately, like mostly men are the ones that are uh, critiquing this shit. Like, oh, Sierra would never be with Russell if he didn't have no money. Who's to say that shit? Who is to say that shit? And how could you say that if she was with Future when Future was up and coming? Future was not the future he is today when Sierra started fucking with dude. Sierra was Sierra and Sierra's been Sierra since 2006. How could y'all even say that? Put two and two together. Sierra leveled that motherfucker up. Let me tell you. Like, I don't understand it. I don't understand why y'all think that future came into Sierra's life and 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 made her who she is today. And how dare she go off and be with a motherfucker that treated her better than him? What's up with that? We I, do we just not deserve good things or people to treat us better? I feel like future is living whatever futuristic fucking life he wants to live. Nobody's bothering him about the Des Diors and uh the the, the Lori Harveys and shit that he didn't been with. Nobody's critiquing those women that choose to get with him a multiple baby daddy. I'm I'm very confused at why I got so upset with Sierra for taking a chance on a man to put interest in her to care about her, to show her love the way she wants to be loved to what I assume from what she spilled in interviews and things of that nature. Like, I don't understand why y'all so concerned. I really want y'all to let it go. I don't want to spend too much time on this subject, but it's just something that's swirling right now. Like people keep bringing it up and it's just like, let it go. They're together. I, I don't see them not being together. They seem like a really good fit for each other. And I think y'all got the Sierra O and fucking goodies shit. And y'all feel like she's this dynamic of a woman. Like she's in this box of a woman that y'all knew her to be when y'all seen, seen her popping and locking on top of a fucking old school car. And she's not that. She a grown woman now. And she 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 comes with grown woman needs and and commitments and, and things of that. And shit that Future, frankly, could not give her. He couldn't even give her faithfulness during a nine-month pregnancy and that's the that's the motherfucker y'all want her to stick to and run back to fuck out of here like leave her alone please i'm so tired of it every other second i see y'all talking about this shit and and so what if russell williams isn't a uh, Williams <laughs> wilson is a nerd if he's a nerd she like nerds I maybe mean, she like nerds uh, and what you know what i'm saying moving on Next topic, Um, I don't know what this means to me, but shout out to Lee Daniels and Monique for uh, finally squashing whatever fucking beef. I know Monique still has beef with Tyler Perry and Oprah Winfrey. I don't know where that's going. Um, I am proud to see that. It was a very beautiful moment for them to both be on stage. And for Lee Daniels to really just come out, you know, and and let her know th- about the situation. Lee Daniels has always been suspect to me. He owed, um, what was it, 50 cents? Somebody, um, no, it was Dame Dash. He owed him some money for some time now because I think, like, Dame Dash invested in him in the beginning and it took him a long ass time to pay it back. And he got embarrassed on that stage. And it's crazy. I don't know how much I feel about Lee Daniels, but I do appreciate him for giving us star. <laughs> Even though I'm mad as fuck still to this day about how they choose, uh chose to to end that series without really giving us any kind of closeout or what was going on. The baby came out black, uh, the granny had got shot. Like I I I to this day, like or y'all couldn't give us a mini-series wrap-up, like a movie. Like, I don't know if it shouldn't deserve to be a movie. Could have been a straight to TV movie, but we just needed to know what's going on with all them hoes. Cause I don't know how y'all left us. <laughs> that was one of the what's what's one of the worst cliffhangers y'all ever experienced on TV? Y'all let me know. But that had to be one of the worst, boy, like, cause it was, oh Moesha's probably number one. Moesha is number one because we didn't know who was pregnant. We didn't know where Miles was at. It was a lot of drama on that last episode, but stars probably right up under that bitch. If y'all know of one of another show that you left off and left y'all wondering about life, let me know. Let me know on any of the social media. Like I said, y'all can find me on the Kentucky Presents at So There's So There's That Podcast. <laughs> Did I forget the name of my page? Yo, yeah, because i don't be using that bitch. I need to. I really do. I'm I'm going to do better. Um, Keith the kentucky presents so there's that podcast on facebook and you can follow me at at so there's that pod and i'll likely have a post for this episode and just let me know what, what was a bad cliffhanger episode that y'all experienced because we probably need to go back and fight those people that were involved with why in, in those in those networks too because because why would y'all do that <laughs> fuck you pn bro And CW ncw whatever the fuck it was called anyways Talk about that briefly. I do hope to see Lee Daniels and Monique work in the future. Um, I don't know what they got brewing up. I think Monique is now working with something or, or covered down on Octavia Spencer for a project. So we will be seeing something for them. I don't know if it's a comedy. I don't know if it's a drama. I don't know what it is. They last worked together on, um, Precious. So I'm, um. Curious to see how that ends up. I definitely want to see Monique work. And I think she's funny as fuck. She's one of the, the funniest female comedians that we do have. Female, black, you know what? Fuck that female comedians. Yeah, for sure. Because see the her or these motherfuckers be looking at Amy Schumer like she be really people making people chuckle. And she don't. She don't. Moving on. Shout out to the folks that won Grammys last weekend. I did stay up for this one. I you know what? Do I talk about the Grammys first or do I talk about the Oscars? I want to make it short. I wanna make it short. I truly do. I don't wanna let me, let me, I need to lubricate real quick. She's been talking for 37 minutes straight. So if you hear some goo, goo, -goo, that's that's swine. Say hello, wine. She's here. It's been a long week. And I didn't even want to talk about this shit. I'm be 100% honest with y'all. It's like this should have be been overdone. Everybody had a point of view, an opinion about the situation that occurred two weeks ago now. So I'm going to talk about the Oscars first. I'm going to be honest with y'all that I did not watch the Oscars. Um, that day I was getting my self-care on my husband had just left to go back to school. And I was like, you know what, bitch, you going to bed early tonight. You deserve it. The kids are going to bed at eight. You're going to bed immediately after immediately, because I was like, okay, I feel like either in what's the best actor categories that either Denzel or Will are going to take this away. So it's a win either way, you know, and I wasn't really thinking about too many other people. Or things I had forgot honestly that Beyonce was performing. So shame on me. And so I was like, oh, I was very okay with getting into the bed and going to fuck to sleep. So for me, <laughs> when when I have a like a um a sleep thing on my phone, on my iPhone, that it cuts off all of my notica- notifications at 10, or regardless of what time I'm going to bed. It cuts my notifications off. Excuse me, y'all. And so when I go wake up the next morning, excuse me, my goodness, my homegirl, Sarah, hits me up. Well, she didn't hit me up. I was just getting all of my messages from the previous night. Hella people hit me up like, girl, what the fuck? I'm like, mm, oh, what the fuck That happened, Ciao. Sarah's like, are you watching all caps? I'm like, no, I'm take my ass to bed. Uh, other people hit me up. And then finally, I go on to, um, I think all I had to do was literally open Instagram. And yeah, y'all know what I saw. <laughs> y'all know what the fuck I saw. Just, I was, uh, you know how a lot of people are talking about, oh, this was fake. This was probably scripted. And I was like, no, that fuck, that one, that one scripted. First and foremost, I'll, I'll let y'all know, um, and y'all probably seen it at this point, but we're kind of hot for slapping motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> I think he's, you know, I don't think he's too much, I don't know, because people's like, oh, the... no, he just slapped motherfuckers before, you know? He didn't have beef. This is a young uh, black man. They're not young. He's like, this bitch. But this is a black man from Philly at the end of the day, to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think most of us is capable especially when we've grown up in environments where it's like microaggressions and shit all the time and motherfuckers trying to play you in your face or play you in interviews and use your name to joke on you and shit all the time i feel like at this point i don't really need to give y'all a solid breakdown of what the fuck happened i feel like everybody has witnessed what has happened at this point everybody has their own criticisms regarding this instance and for me um i don't want to delve too hard into what happened, what shouldn't have happened and all that. All I want to say is I'd be lying to y'all if I didn't tell y'all that Pootie Tang (laughs) is one of my favorite movies. So I'm not going to sit up here and act like I'm not a fan of Chris Rock. I'm definitely not going to sit up here and ever say ever that I'm not a fan of Will Smith. If If it was... Had to be some type of comparison between the two. I would say that I'm a, I'm a bigger fan of Will Smith than I am Chris Rock. But Chris Rock, I was probably the young, quirky girl who shouldn't have been staying up late watching HBO and watching the Chris Rock show. I was watching the Chris Rock show. I felt like one of the only people that found him funny. I loved a lot of his stand-ups. Um, but I just loved Will Smith for what I feel like he emulates as a black man. Um, that he could still have that edge um, in in certain roles, but he can also be very Russell Wilson, you know what I'm saying? Very stand up, and he loves his wife, and he loves his families, and he has a particular way about he how he raises his family, and he allows his children to be whole in a, individuals alongside you know Jada Pinkett Smith, and it's a very crazy dynamic. I think the thing that a lot of people are um, very critical about him is the fact that now all this stuff, all this personal things have come out about him and Jada's relationship because prior to, I want to say prior to Red Table Talk, a lot of people put Will and Jada as motherfucking goals and then when they started being transparent and letting people know, hey, these are the real layers to our relationship, which I feel like maybe they shouldn't have done. Honestly, they probably feel like that in retrospect too, but now... They have been so criticized over, I want to say the last three or four years. Whenever Red Table Talk came came to fruition, that is when they started getting most of the heat. Um, I don't know if people just felt played because that, that was that fairy tale couple that they wanted to be like and they had all these kids and they was both successful. And I don't know, but as, as a woman who's married, y'all motherfuckers need to let that fairy tale goal shit go. <laughs> Please, and, 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 and curate the relationship that you want to have with the person that you want to be with. Because cause relationships, marriage, the way that you um, raise your children, there is no fucking one-on-one situation for any of that shit. You find a person that you fuck with, that you can have a partnership with, that y'all can make moves with, that y'all can love on. Love and marriage is so fucking layered. It cannot be structured on love only. Um, it cannot be structured on business only. There's a lot of things that go into that. So to look at them and be like very critical and, and mad at them because they decided to say, hey, y'all, fucking marriage, uh, you know, sometimes that shit's up. Bitch, it do. The fuck? And so it's just like... <laughs> It's just a lot of conversations going on online that I just I ain't going to dabble into people mad at Jada because they felt like she should have stopped him. And personally, me, I'm going to be honest with y'all. It's like, I think if it was me and my husband, I, I probably would have. But I'm also a bitch that's been in the middle of two men fighting and know that once certain men, you want to hope. You want to hope, obviously, that when you put your hand on the chest of your, your dude, that they just stop that's not always the case <laughs> this is not always the case you put yourself in the middle of some shit that's 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 inevitable sometimes so it's just a lot the one thing I can say is I don't like this backlash shit that's happening with Will Smith I don't um I kind of feel bad for Chris Chris Rock kind of because I am a fan of his. Um, I feel like he's done some 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 way problematic shit in his past that makes me, especially now being drudged up right now. It doesn't, it doesn't help me feel sympathetic about what he's gone through. Cause it does suck being slapped by a grown-ass man in front of millions of people and your peers and associates and shit. So I do relate to feeling, you know, bad for Chris Rock for having to do that. But as a wife, hmm, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like feel like Will did what he felt like he needed to do. And um, I'm not the first person to say this, but I feel like Chris Rock was just a the motherfucker there. Either that or it was some personal shit. It had, to me, it was either that. It was, it has to be either uh, of those two scenarios where Will and Chris Rock have had beef. And I feel like they know each other slightly intimately. And Jada and Chris do too, because they worked on, uh, what's that shit called? Madagascar. I was trying to think of that when I was talking to my group chat. That's I was like, there's no way. Why would Chris Rock, you know, they wasn't given. It was, a, it was a goddamn cartoon and shit. So they might not have really spoke with each other, been in the same circles. Because you do um, a cartoon movie way different than you do a live action one. So I don't know if they met each other before. But it seems to be history there. That, that's not the first time that Chris Rock has taken jabs at Jada Pinkett. Um, it's not really given an obsession, but it kind of is. And I want to know if that was personal, if they've had beef before, they just never took it out or whatever the fuck. But I know one thing, Chris. I mean, hmm, I hate to see his jaw get re- rearranged like that because the way that Will really, he took a stance. If you're a Marine, you know the fuck I'm talking about. This motherfucker got up on the stage, adjusted, took a stance, and then walked back to his seat where he proceeded to make it known, like, bitch, stop talking about my wife. And something out there was sexy to me. I don't know. Like, I don't need to be promoting this black-on-black crime, as y'all calling it. But, <laughs> but that shit was hot. I mean, I he he definitely looked crazy. I'm going to be honest. Will Smith looked crazy. I feel like real Will is under a lot of scrutiny about his marriage. I feel like maybe behind closed doors, him and Jada's probably not on the same page about how much they choose to really release about their relationship. And um, I, I, I've i always been under the understanding myself that these motherfuckers is in an open relationship. they always throwing that August shit, shit on him. And I feel like I'm looking at Willard and Willard be fucking on these white girls. So what? Like Jada went out and found a young dude with a big pee-pee. <laughs> What a big pee, pee. And you know, she said that's gonna be my thing. You know, you know, had your Margot Robbies, your um, Charlize Theron's, and possibly the Martin. Somebody said that, but I don't. I don't know if I believe it. I don't want to believe it. But maybe he dibble dabble. He could be by if you want to be. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's. I don't have the answers for this. I know what happens. I'm wishing the best for literally the both of them. Like, I feel like both of them are going to be okay. I'm pretty sure I haven't looked up their net worths, but they're probably millionaires. And this is rich, white. No, it's not rich, white people. Actually, y'all inserting y'all shit into this, and I really want y'all to be quiet. Just be quiet. Y'all, especially in regards to, like, the Academy Awards and the Oscars, I want y'all to sit down, because there's too many of y'all left with um, top build awards with having a listing, a laundry list of bullshit on your record that people turn a blind eye to. So I really want y'all to just sit there and eat y'all fucking food and be quiet and leave us to our things. We're going to be okay. And we're going to make it through this. I hope that Will and Chris figure out some kind of resolution going forward and that they can work this out and that Chris Rock don't, don't get sick. All. 5,000 of his brothers, apparently. Tony Rock is doing a lot. Sit your ass down and stop trying to uh, eat off of your brother's slap at the Oscars. I want you to do that. Like, I understand you're upset. And, and from a sibling perspective, yeah, I guess I would be doing that for my sister, too. But, I mean, at the same time, bro, like, just calm down. <laughs> come, come down. come down. Just bring it down just a little bit. I'm saying that now, but you, you fuck with Chanel, um, you know, you're just gonna see the Scorpio rising out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because the Pisces be real chill. But Scorpio rising, she'll come out the bag. And she'll let you fucking know if you mess with my loved ones. So I get Tony. I guess he battled or whatever um what else i want to talk about i feel like that's it because i feel like people was like oh, what do you think about this and i was like i don't know get these rich ass black folks that that's gonna recover they're gonna recover they have too many investments they into too many things i do not um agree with netflix and sony and all these other motherfuckers acting like oh my god i can't believe he slapped someone there's no way that we can continue on with the projects that we were working on Please let it go. Let it go. Y'all got too many, too, too many white folks that use the word nigger that have been raping kids that are pedophiles that been locked up for this, that, and the other domestic abuse. Please let it go. Let Will have his things. He's worked too hard. He has worked in this industry so long without any incident. He has been the token black man. And I know that that. that Um, pedestal that he's on for that is hard and he knows that he has worked hard to maintain that and he didn't have to he could have been his full authentic black nigga self whole time Uh, the wheel from Philly you know what I'm saying and and I feel like us the black community would have loved him for it either way but we know that we got put on the front in front of y'all sometime and code switch and do all this and that just to know that you guys gonna look at us as being negroes at the end of the day it's just a, a battle that's just unwon, unfortunately. Um shout out to both of them. I just feel like it was a very heat of the moment situation. Um I feel like Chris Rock needs to, to like it. I just really wish he would have. Like, why would you use that joke? The joke was not funny. If you had a room full of people. And, and Jada was not, a you know, she wasn't up for any award. You would have been better off joking to Will about some entanglement bullshit that that fucking shit that they keep bringing up with him. You've been better off saying that and Will would have laughed that shit off. I'm not going to get into Will's natural reaction to a fucking joke either with you guys. Like, fuck y'all. But anyways, I'm moving on. That shit brings me down because I just, I'm... I'm kind of in disbelief about that shit even happening. It feels very surreal. It feels like a dream. I can't believe this shit happened. And I really just, I do wish the best for both of them, Chris and Will, majority Will, because I feel like he had to be going through some real deep, rooted shit to go off on him. I wish he would have worked it out before he came to the show. But... (sighs) Ooh God, I didn't want to talk that long about it. I because I know y'all done heard every fucking scenario about the shit, but I figure I'm gonna give y'all old dudes. <laughs> Shout out to Doja Cat for being amongst some many greats like Lil' Kim, Cardi B, Missy Elliott, Laura Hill, and all these beautiful black ladies that have won Grammys for being a uh, for rap artist. Um, speaking of Doja Cat, I know there was some info, there was some conversation going online maybe a few weeks ago about Remy Ma because she said that she doesn't think that Doja Cat's a rapper. And if I may, you know, like, I just want to have Remy's back here because I feel like Remy oftentimes gets misconstrued in the media. And she wants to be looked at as a hater and a lot of the Stan Twitter kind of twists the shit. And here's what I think that she meant. I think that she meant that. Doja Cat is not in the realm of what would be a hip-hop artist. She Doja Cat fucking raps, but I think in the heat of a moment, in the midst of drink champs, where she's drinking and smoking weed, that she just didn't word it right. I think that she knows that Doja Cat be rapping her ass off, but she is not labeled as a hip-hop artist, which means that most of her music is not grounded in the sounds that we would normally hear in hip-hop artists. She um, she, she flourishes on pop beats and she raps over those type of beats, which you will never hear at a fucking battle rap thing, which is what Remy Ma is used to and accustomed to. And I think that's what she meant. Now, a lot of people was rolling on her for, for saying that, but I honestly believe that's what she was intending to say. But shout out to Doja Cat. Very proud of you. Girl, I didn't cancel you. I didn't resubscribe, uh, resubscribe, but at, you know, end of the day. Doja Cat is severely talented. I want them to let my good sis get a break. I feel like she's overworked. I feel like she's overwhelmed. And I just don't want her to burn out. And I don't know what her age is, but I don't want her to be a part of the 27 Club. Um, because she really just needs, she she's owed a break for doing what she has done since like 2018. I told y'all a long time ago that I've been a fan of her since move, which was that viral record that nobody took seriously, but I listened. I listened I was like, oh, this bitch is somebody to pay attention to, like Doja Cat. And uh, it's been great to be a witness to see what she has become now in 2022. So that was a Grammy well-deserved. I was also very happy to see Silk Sonic run, uh, walk away with some stuff. I I'm really hoping that they keep continuing to collaborate. I don't know if that was a one album deal or if they're going to give us more music, but either way, Anderson .Paak and Bruno Mars, even separate are great artists, but when they come together, bitch, I'm a leader. Oh, I'm a leader. Yeah, y'all know what I'm saying. Grammys was I stayed up for it, but you know, I mean, Lil Nas X put on a great show. The real Nas, OG Nas, put on a great show. Um, I really enjoyed her and Lenny Kravitz's um, her and Lenny Kravitz's um, performance together. Where they did, "Are you gonna go my way?" That was a, that was a hot moment, like because her was really putting out. Shout out to Jasmine Sullivan. Almost forgot because I want to wrap this up (laughs) overdue. She walked away with two Grammys that night. I was so excited. Um, I did realize during the Grammys that I probably need to go ahead and get my stream on for Chris Stapleton. I feel like he knows how to play spades. I know he um, maybe knows a good mac and cheese recipe. Um, You know, I just feel like he gives me that. (laughs) He was on Justin Timberlake's Man of the Wood album, which I actually revisited. I was very upset with Justin Timberlake for marketing that shit to us as a country album. But if you felt the type of way about it, I want to let y'all know it's still very rooted and pop and all this stuff. I talked to my friends on Instagram about this because I went back to the album I was like, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to listen to this album and there's still like it gives it gives if I could say man the woods it gives bonus track albums from Future Sex Love Sounds and the 2020 experience. But it also adds like a tinge, a crumb if you may, of country undertones to it, which Justin Tim likes for fucking Memphis. Let him have the country undertones, bitch. Like he was heavily influenced by that shit. And I'm not mad at him for getting to a certain point in his career and feeling like, bitch, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a experiment with my music. I've done the instinct thing. I've given the people what they want. I've danced my ass off. I've performed at the Super Bowls. I, you know, I want to I wanna go back to the roots of what I know. I know the motherfucker grew up in Memphis around fucking country music. You probably want to play around some country music. But in 2018, when that shit dropped, I went feeling that. <laughs> I was like, bitch, how dare you give us country music because – the The way that they was promoting it, they was like it was like a soul country shit. And I'm not, I'm like I'm not trying to hear that shit from Justin Timberlake. Kiss my ass. So, <laughs> but I did go back. I went back to listen to it. I really enjoyed it. So, I mean, I guess if I could give y'all a recommendation to close out the show, if you wanna go back, if you if you are an enjoyer of Justin Timberlake and you really like the sounds of Justified, Future Sex Love sounds and 2020 experience then i encourage you to you know give a quick stand uh or scan to um man of the woods it's not a bad album i am looking forward to whatever the hell he's bringing out i know he has been in the studio with pharrell pharrell just had a birthday shout out to you in timberland so i'm looking forward to whatever he got going i really want him to push us that heat but anyways i feel like i actually i wasn't planning on going through all the topics that i listed but i did And um, I feel so great to have been able to converse with you guys tonight. I gave y'all like pretty much a full hour episode because I don't know when I'm going to see y'all again. Y'all know I love y'all so much. Thank y'all so much for the support. Thank you for pressing play. Thank you for just, you know, sending good vibes to your girl. She's going through a lot. Oh my God. Help. Help me. (laughs) When you send in your messages to the big dog in the sky, just add your girl in there too. You know what I'm saying? Because got a lot going on, a a lot of things coming up. So anyways, I want to close out the episode. So there's that guys. Talk to y'all soon.